Welcome into the Sports Buffoon Studios. <laughs> wow. All right, that was actually uh, pretty good. <laughs> uh, JG getting a little crunk over there already. All right, what's going on, man? What's up, yo? How you're, you guys feeling today? You're feeling the moment. I can, I can tell right now. Tanner, how yeah. you doing? I'm good. I got the next couple days off. Going into the Halloween weekend. I can't complain. Yeah. Well, we got a lot to talk about today uh, as far as some fantasy action for you guys. We got some startups and sit-ums, and as well as another little game of watch out for who's going to haunt you throughout the rest of your fantasy season. So That's that'll be something to watch out for here in a little bit for the rest of our show here. But first and foremost, Sipper over there sipping on sipping things. What are you drinking? Old Forester. That's been oh, okay. uh, that's been my mo for like the last three weeks. Sure. So we'll have to switch it up next week. But you know what? You know what they say about Old Forester? I mean, that's what the locals drink in Kentucky, so it's good enough for them. It's good enough for me, yo. I didn't know that that's what they drink, but yeah, same here. So we're all drinking Old Forester then. Yeah, we can't. I mean, it's good. It's good stuff. Though. You're basic bitches today, so that is great. We, can we say? At least normally we uh, have a good variety, but today we just don't give a damn. <laughs> but <laughs> guys, so uh, Halloween coming up around the corner here in a couple days. Um, pretty look, looking forward to it. Uh, I've got I've got a wedding we're going to. A good friend of ours. We're all going to be there downtown KC. Looking forward to that. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, well, I was kind of thinking earlier about some of uh, our favorite uh, Halloween memories. And Tanner, do you have a favorite like memory that, of Halloween that you have to mind? I would say it's back when I was like 10 or 11. It was Halloween night. It was really warm leading up to Halloween. The Halloween night, it, got, it went from like 80s to 40s. And at night, it was so dewy and the fog started to rise as you're going over a hill like the from the ground during the night and that was just it was scary for me at the time but it was also the coolest thing that i remember just going around the neighborhood as the fogs just started to come in and then you know just take over the area that tanner the weatherman telling us about his favorite weather of halloween <laughs> hey. uh jason what about you oh man my favorite halloween moment of my whole life it was back when I was about 14, 15 years old. I didn't really care too much about Halloween back then, nor do I now. Although my my four-year-old daughter, that's like her favorite uh, holiday of the season. But back when I was about 14 years old, um, I didn't really have much to do back then. Had a whole lot of things to do back when you're 14 and it's Halloween. So I... Uh, hmm. I went to the grocery store. You can still go trick or treat at Halloween, though. Oh, I had better things to do. I, I really? went to the grocery store with my buddy, huh. and we just loaded I, up on some eggs, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I know where this is going. Okay. Some eggs. Yeah. And, dude, I, I destroyed so much that night. It was probably the best day of my life now that I think back oh, on my. it. But, I mean, we did, oh, we did, we did a little bit of damage. And, um, you know. I'm glad that the uh, statute of limitations is less than 30 years because that was a long time ago. That was that would be a I, long time ago. Yeah, I didn't egg anything, but I did TP a tree one time in front of the house. So. One time and okay. with with my I think it was my uncle, but uh, somebody else well trick or treating with uh, or whatever. But the big one it was also they, I think they knew it was coming. I think it's something yeah. like this. I mean, the big one for me from that kind of standpoint is me and about three or four others in my baseball team. We did a whole cul-de-sac. So of TP of TP. Wow. You all should be ashamed of yourself. I know, we're you should so, not be TPing anything. I'm pretty proud of that. It's not right. <laughs> That's right. That was negative Nancy's. 
Yeah, for me, I guess, uh, personally, I think one of my favorite Halloweens, I didn't do anything besides watch a Chiefs game. And it was a game against the uh, San Diego Chargers at the mm-hmm. time, back in 2011. And uh, it ended up coming on a fumbled snap. There was a firework that went off. Philip Rivers botched a snap. And then it was recovered by, I think, Andy Studebaker. Or something along those lines. I, I was at I that think, game. I think this was the one I'm thinking of. How old were you on that? 2011? Not, 2011, yeah. So I would have been 21. I was actually at that game. That was like yeah. one of my favorite Chiefs games that I ever went and that to. that was on Halloween, Amazing. right? That's the one right when I'm thinking of. I right? think it was. Yeah, okay. I remember the fireworks going on. I hope that was the one anyway. But that's the Chargers Halloween game is the most memorable one, at least for me anyway. So, uh, that, But otherwise, like guys, I just like, I don't know. I like I liked dressing up as a... My favorite um, flavor of the year action figure, basically, whether it's a Power Ranger or a Ninja Turtle or whatever. Basically, anything but a sheep. Don't ever dress up like a sheep. Unless that would not it's be 2020, good. 2020, 2021, then you can be as much of a sheep as you oh, want. Oh, that's true. For the whole Never year. Never thought about you that. You could dress up every day. Never if you want thought to. about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Uh, moving on to our topic of the day, we have our Sidums and Stardoms, JG. We're going to pull out some a piece of candy out of our bucket here, and so it's going to have a name on it of Ooh, a player piece of candy. in potentially Ooh, piece your fantasy candy. lineup, and we'll be Ooh, telling you at that point is going to be is this going to be a guy you want to sit this week or you want to start this week depending on the matchup. So JG, pull out your candy. What's the candy and what's the player? Right now we got a Milky Way bar, and it is going to be Dak Prescott versus or at Minnesota. And so I've got to make a decision here. Am I going to sit or start Dak Prescott? I'm actually going to sit him here because we don't know about his health right now. So he is officially questionable. And they're saying that they're going to throw him out there. Uh, But the Vikings have only given up seven passing touchdowns this year. And uh, so I'm not not sure about Dak's calf injury. Uh, Dallas might actually try to rely more on the running game in this one. And so if that's your only option, obviously you got to roll Dak Prescott out there because you don't have any other options. But uh, if you have another option for me, I'm going to sit Dak Prescott in this game. Yeah, that's that's interesting right there, JG, because Dak would normally be a start for everyone's team. I'm like we have we do have one guy in our league that has Tom Brady and Dak. So you're right. saying to our buddy Jeff, start Tom Brady then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he might want to do that. He might gotcha. Do that. Okay. That's fair. I, I mean, he is a limited capacity again yeah. at practice as of today. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough call. Is if, he get, if they keep him out just to be on a precautions kind of base, this would be the game to miss. I could see Minnesota coming away with this. I, could think, it's, I think it's possible. So yeah. we'll see how things unfold. All right, guys. My candy choice. Oh, I got the Tootsie Roll. I mean... Tootsie Roll? Let me say that. Yeah, all right. Well, Tootsie Rolls are okay. They're, they're kind of a boring like candy, them. and they're, they're chewy. Good stuff. Like, I don't know. It's like it's like one step up from Dots um, is what I'll give Tootsie Rolls. But I got myself a Tyler Lockett versus Jacksonville. And uh, this is going to be an interesting one because I'm a big fan of Tyler Lockett. Uh, my biggest problem right now with Tyler Lockett is the fact that Russell Wilson's still going to be out for another couple weeks. And with Geno Smith at quarterback, Lockett's had now a game of five points and a game of three points now in back-to-back yeah. weeks. Guys, I'm sorry. you got to sit Tyler Lockett for the rest of the time that Russell Wilson's out. Because we all know this is a you know top 20 receiver in fantasy. 
with Geno Smith in there, you can't rely on this situation to go any, any better than it currently is. So. No, and, and I mean, from the standpoint, too, he hasn't scored a touchdown since week two. Yeah, exactly. And week he started two. off real hot, didn't he? Uh, uh, he well, he had two good two good games. After that, he's scored no more than 10 points throughout the last, rest of the next games. Yeah. So it's, you're you're going to play in Jacksonville. you got to hold off. I, I, I'd even say with Russell Wilson, I'd almost be debatable on sitting this guy. Yeah, you're going to bench his ass because we don't trust Geno Smith, and more importantly, the Seahawks don't trust Geno Smith. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, they don't, correct? All right, let's see here who I have, guys. I have the Laffy Taffy. Shake your Laffy Taffy. Uh, shake your Laffy Taffy, girl. Shake your Laffy That was my favorite song back <laughs> in high school. Uh, Javante Williams for Denver versus Washington this week, guys. And it's Washington's not that great if I'm right here. I would almost say, according to my notes here, I'd say start the guy. He is. Uh, he's only had one. He has one team that we'd have to watch out for in the rest of his schedule. Washington is not that team, guys. Start the guy. He's going to score you points. He's going to get majority of the carries as well going on. Uh, from Melvin Gordon. Yeah, the tide is turning, guys. Melvin Gordon's on the decline while Javante Williams is getting more and more touches, it seems like, by the week. Uh, the last three weeks in a row, he scored 10 points or more, and then he's due for the touchdowns to start rolling in. So he's, he's low on the touchdowns so far, but... But he's also getting the receiving carry, like the targets sure. as well, right? So he had seven yeah. targets last week. He did only have four uh, rushing attempts last week, but his points mainly came off that receiving mm-hmm. game. And that's where you, that's where you're going to see him. That's where you're going to get points off of him majority of the time. But as it kind of gets figured out, tide could turn as well for it. And this is a fairly equal matchup, so I I like Javante being used in this. So yeah, I'm I'm actually going to bench him here because I mean yeah he had seven targets last week, but I don't see them throwing a lot in this particular game. This could be a low scoring game, especially since Washington. I don't see Washington putting up a lot of points, and so yeah, I mean there's going to be a lot of. Uh, rushing here for Javante Williams, but we don't know who's going to get the monster share of this load. Still could be MG3, so I'm going to bench him unless he's like the best flex guy that you have to offer. All right, we're going to work back this way, Jason, so I'm going to go real quick. I got myself, once again, a Tootsie Roll, so I have now struck out twice. Tootsie Roll! Feeling like Alex Gordon right now. So, Um, Guys, okay, this time I got myself a Brandon Cooks Tootsie Roll. Brandon Cooks going Cooks. against the Cooks. L.A. Rams. So this is a, another interesting one for me because I think Cooks is a guy who's had some good numbers and good targets so far. Cooks is also pissed right now at the Texans. Oh, man. They, they let Mark Ingram go, and he got on Twitter right away saying this is BS, basically, is what he was saying on there. But, guys, no one wants to be a part of this team. Are you kidding me? Yeah, correct. In that tweet, by the way, he said this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Such a joke. Uh, that's right. off of Mark Ingram it is a joke. being traded. Deshaun Watson possibly. And guys, and we all know Mark Ingram is washed up at this point. He's washed. Pissed. Imagine being pissed off over Mark Ingram. Super washed. That's where you're at in your damn career. Super washed. Is being pissed off over Mark Ingram. Well, he has a right too, right? He had seven targets, five receptions last week. Oh, After such him. a hot, hot start to the oh, season, they have no one else on that roster anyway. That's ridiculous. Practice, so. Guys, uh, you got to sit him versus the Rams defense. I know you probably, if you have him on your team, you're like, man, maybe you're he's desperate. getting a lot of targets, you know. So he's getting some points through catches and some yards. But the touchdowns are not going to come, and they won't come all year. I promise you. Uh, Brandon Cooks got to sit versus the Rams, and that's a, just a bad offense. So sit them. 
Yeah, I'm actually going to start him because, first of all, if you've got Cooks on your team, I feel sorry for you. He's probably, you know, maybe your WR2 or 3. He's the top weapon on that team. And if you're playing the Rams, you know they're going to throw the ball. He's going to get a lot of targets. doesn't matter if it's Tyrod Taylor or Davis Mills. They're saying that it could be Tyrod Taylor this week, which would kind of up the ante for Brandon Cooks. So uh, Tyrod Taylor did practice today. So if he does get the start, I'm definitely going to start Brandon Cooks. Uh, yeah, I would actually start him too because you're going to hit garbage time pretty quick, I think, in this game. So they're, of course, going to be passing the ball to somebody. And Brandon Cooks is going to be that target guy. So I think he'll take him off the field. I think he'll take himself out of the game. I don't think he will give up. That. <laughs> he might boycott the team. How about that? He'll have fast routes at that point. <laughs> well, what do we got in here, guys? We got some Laffy Taffy that says Cortland Sutton versus Washington. So that's an easy one for me. I am going to start Cortland Sutton because he is going up against a shitball defense. And Jerry Judy is coming back. It's going to take him a game or two to get back up to speed. So Cortland Sutton is the man for me here in this offense. So you will start Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I right there with you. I would not bench this guy. Even with Judy coming back, I would not bench him yet. He had 14, 11, and five targets last week. But those five targets came into five receptions last week with 68 yards. Uh, this guy is going to be a constant target for uh, Teddy. Or Drew Locke if he comes back in for some reason. So I would not bench this guy at all, especially against the Washington football team. The main thing is that Sutton is facing against the 31st ranked Washington defense against receivers. Correct. So if you're a wide receiver, you know you're going to have yourself a day. So whether you're Judy or Sutton, I assume you're probably going to have a good day. And we all like, for the most part, Javante Williams too, besides Jason. So Broncos should have a good good game on offense. I think so too. All right, guys. Final guy to talk about here on this is Eckler. Versus the New England Patriots. That wasn't my idea. Oh, it wasn't mine either. Not my idea. <laughs> so, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to start or are you going to sit? Eckler, guys. Uh, they are, let's see, the Patriots I had as the one of the top. No, that was a tight end. So I would start him. Plain and simple. I think Eckler's is an automatic start, I think, each week. Yeah. You're not going to really bench this guy unless he, he's banged up or injured. He's coming off a bye week. Uh, New England, we saw them. We've seen them inconsistent against these kind of players. So I would start Eckler. He should be an automatic start. He's going to be the receiving target. He'll also be uh, your main rusher on the team as well. Yeah, I like Eckler for for sure. Start would not question it. Just let it roll. And I mean, you're going to get at least 15 points. Is my guess here. Yeah, Eckler. You know, he had a rough time out in his last game against Baltimore, and he's going up against a, a top five rush defense in terms of yards per carry and rushing yards allowed. But why do we love Austin Eckler? Is because of his work in the passing game. And so I also trust Justin Herbert to get it going passing game. So we are going to start Austin Eckler in this game because even if you think like New England is going to shut down the running game, Austin Eckler could still go berserk in the passing game. Now you're looking at a minim- minimum of five catches for Eckler in this game. At least. what I'm seeing. So. At least. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows that. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer one, but, you know, somebody had to get the easy treat out there, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did play like shit against Baltimore. He didn't do oh, shit. Oh, that's fine. Well, every, everyone did for the yeah, Chargers. Yeah, everybody played so, shit like the whole team did. Right. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Uh, well, 
something a little more spooky to worry about is for the sake of your fantasy teams, we collected a list of six players between the three of us who we feel are going to potentially be haunting you. Throughout the rest of this fantasy season. And this is kind of a, we're warning you now, be careful down the road, watch out, watch your back. This guy's going to come back and bite you in the ass. And so that's essentially what this is. Tanner, I want you to kick it off here. Who? Tell me about your, beware of this guy. This is the most haunting player in your mind right now in fantasy. Just one guy, right? Yeah, right one now? right now. One right now, guys, that to haunt you because he was started off really quick. Sam Darnold, quarterback for the Panthers. He just got benched recently for an XFL player. Uh, if you think about it, he does have... Tommy Maddox? Yeah, it, <laughs> it almost seems like that, right? So, like, he's he is an, uh, number 15 quarterback, number 32 overall PPR uh, as of last week. But you know that's going to tank real quick uh, with his points not being anywhere near his first three four weeks. Um, he got knocked... So he got out last week. He got injured the week before. Uh, not the week before, two weeks before. Um, and if you look at his upcoming schedule, guys, he has the number seven uh, for against quarterbacks. Defense is against quarterbacks. His schedule, number seven, New England, number three, Arizona, number one, Buffalo, number two, Saints. And that's just that's too many teams right there. And then the rest of those guys are actually in the middle of the pack. There's not a lot of the end of these defenses that you want to face uh, coming up on that. If you can make a move, make a move. I made a move on mine. I ended up getting Kirk Cousins so uh, before last week. And I felt that was the correct move because this guy's going to haunt you. He's not going to get any better. Robbie Anderson can't catch a ball to save his life. Christian McCaffrey is still hurt. Could come back and still be hurt. So it's it's not looking good for this team. They are a struggle bus on offense. Their defense is still great, but you can't trust Sam Darnold. He will haunt you down the way. Because some of those teams are towards the end of the by the playoffs area, right when you need them. Tanner, I'm glad you finally met your Grim Reaper because you are all about uh, Sam Darnold man, for he a had while. Three or four good games. Sure, right but so does everyone else in the NFL. It's been worth a shit. I'm so, just saying, I was a hype on it, and I'm like, oh, maybe this guy finally turned his life around. Oh, he had three good games. And now Nick, he's Nick back, Foles. Nick Foles last that, year. That, now he's back to cocaine addicts, right? The Panthers. So. It's ridiculous. Well, you think he's, he's doing cocaine? He has to be doing something, dude. Who's doing cocaine? No, Sam Darnold, dude. He has to be doing, doing something. Doing coke? You go from the Jets, you go really great, and then mm. you saw Ghost again? That's a large assumption right there, but, um, <laughs> I mean, okay, I mean, I, people also hallucinate, but it's normally not cocaine. I think it's, like, well, shrooms. Was it shrooms? Could be shrooms. Okay. Uh, not that I, I wouldn't know. Could be an things. injection of some sort. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> okay, guys. My spooky haunting player of the season for you right now, and I'm, I'm sad to say this, is Antonio Brown of the Buccaneers. Mm. And the reason I say that is because this is a guy, you don't want to trust him when the season rolls along down the deep stretch. He's got 20, he's got 20 points in three games now out of five games started. He shows up when healthy, but, you know, he had COVID at some point mm. for missed a week. He's got a nagging injury right now and a heel. Could be on IR by the end of the week. 
Um, so we're looking at Antonio Brown potentially missing a large portion of games down the stretch here. Um, so I think when it comes to fantasy playoffs, you can't trust them in weeks 15, 16, and 17, and especially when the team has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on the roster. So Antonio was, Brown is a guy I do not want to put my faith in when it comes time for a championship run. And Gronk's back healthy. Gronk's back for now. We'll see how long that lasts. But, I mean, he's he's like the undertaker. He'll just rise up out of a coffin and start kicking ass all of a sudden. You know, Who knows with, with Gronk? But, yeah, A.B. is my guy. Watch out, guys. Be careful with A.B. Man. Yeah, AB's done. It's actually a, a ankle injury that is near his heel, right. and they're calling it a long-term thing. So I mean, you might as well just fucking cut the guy. He sucks. Uh, <laughs> but more importantly, I want to move on to another guy that has been haunting me since I drafted him, along with all of the other running backs that I drafted. His name is Antonio Gibson. He is currently the RB fifteen. And he's got another guy on his team, J.D. McKissick, that is currently the RB23. So McKissick outsnapped Gibson 46-30 to last week against the Packers. And the reason for that is because they are managing his reps. He does have a fracture in his shin. But it's apparently a pain management issue, which I can't imagine being out on the field with a stress fracture. But um, they're going to let him play. Um, for me, he was already a letdown even before the injury. And that was due to game planning, I think, in the first couple of games this year. The Washington football team was supposed to have, you know, a great defense. And they were so, supposed to be rolling out Antonio Gibson there as a three-down back. But it just didn't happen. And then all of a sudden, J.D. McKissick starts to blow up. And then Gibson gets injured. So he's haunting you now. He will haunt you for the rest of the year if he even plays next week. Yeah, if you get to week 16, you don't have a backup option for Gibson, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble. clinching those butt trouble. cheeks because you're going to be in a big, tough situation. Yeah, and if you look at, <laughs> if you look at Gibson's uh, schedule coming up ahead, too, they got uh, number 10 run defense, Bucks. They got number one, Carolina, in Dallas twice at number 12. So you got mm-hmm. a pretty tough run defense anyways coming up. Uh, yeah. For Washington. And plus, who's going to be the quarterback anyways? Is it going to be Heineken? Or is it going to be Fitzpatrick coming back, right? So, who knows? Yeah. Good picks, guys. Tanner, who else do you have on your list? All right, guys. My next one here is Julio Jones, Tennessee wide receiver. Who would have thought we would say Julio Jones is going to haunt you guys for the rest of the season? Not me. Not me. I mean, you know why I love some Julio. I love some Julio. This has been an interesting year for him in a, in a new team, a new offense. I feel like it's not even a roller coaster. It's more like a spike and then another spike. Yeah. That's about it. So number 67 wide receiver, 193 PPR. Um, he, only, he only had one game above 10 points, guys. Uh, he hangs around between five to six targets a game, about three receptions, but it's nothing major, nothing big. That's the issue here. Um, if you look at the schedule coming up, uh, it's it's not good because you got the Rams, you got New Orleans, Pittsburgh, and San Fran. Uh, not San Fran, sorry, the uh, Pittsburgh. Those guys, they're actually doing pretty decent against these uh, against the wide receivers. But you also got AJ Brown on the other side, who's uprising. He's more healthy, I think, than Julio Jones, and he's been nine targets. Seven, eight receptions the last couple games, back-to-back games with nine targets. 
Obviously, that guy's going to get more uh, targets than Julio if he continues to be healthy in an option. But you also got Derrick Henry, where you're just going to just charge it up front. Like, they tried to do the entire time against the Chiefs, rock on Nick Bolton. Uh, but, like, you're not going to see Julio produce Julio numbers unless A.J. Brown or one of the other guys, Chester Rogers, may go down. But you're not going to see those targets. You're not going to see those receptions like we used to see for Julio, I think, this year. Gotcha. All right. Interesting uh, information you put out there, Tanner. So, um, But still, you know, something at least substantial to think about if you're a Julio Jones owner. So. It's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, the guy's getting older, too. So yeah. Injury bug. It's funny. This is this is the year you see A.J. Green playing better than Julio Jones all of a sudden. Yeah, out of so, nowhere, right? <laughs> that's something. So and we'll see how things roll out throughout the rest of the year. But uh, all right, my next haunting player that could be on your roster at home. In your attic. In your basement, maybe. Not sure. Amari Cooper for the Dallas Cowboys. What? Could be that guy that is going to be haunting you. What? On the back end of the year. So I'm telling you guys now, this is a fair warning to you out there. Do you have a spirit in your house? And I would say, you know, the injury bug is something to keep an eye on. Just because Cooper's been a guy in the past, had a little nagging thing. He doesn't miss a ton of games, but he has in the past. It's been an issue for sure. But, guys, he had a 38-point 30, game in week one. And since then, he's in the 40s for wide receivers still ranked in the 40s. Hasn't had anything over 15 points since then in a single game. Uh, I think he's going to be overvalued by a lot of people because of that 38-point game. And Michael Gallup is now returning to the team. And so the receiver mix is going to be CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, who's equally as good in a lot of ways as Amari Cooper. Uh, so I just think you're going to see the target share come down. And also Schultz, the tight end, has stepped up as well. He's getting targets. I think the target share is just not going to be there for Cooper to put up, put up big numbers. Part of it also is because the Cowboys' defense is playing better than before. They're not having to win shootouts quite as often as they did in the past. So you're still working with Elliott. Tony Pollard's having a great year. And the rest of that team, they don't need Amari Cooper to be the man. That's, that's so. a fair take. If you look at their schedule coming up ahead – Minnesota, KC, maybe New Orleans. Those are your three that are Arizona as well. Those are your, I mean, those are the only teams that you're going to see shootouts. Everybody else, they should squash. But also, Arizona leads the league in points allowed. Correct. So keep that in mind. So I don't know if it's going to be a shootout or Arizona could just roll them. Who knows? Yeah. But KC, I mean, I would start Cooper versus KC. I'm just warning you guys for later in the season as things roll to this might be a good time to sell high on what he currently has done rather than just hold and hope he works out in weeks 14, 15, 16. That's fair. Yeah, I agree with you. There might have been a show early in the year where we said, beware of Amari Cooper starting to play like Amari Pooper. So (laughs) that that might start happening happening sooner rather than later. I I do want to bring up a guy uh, by the name of Melvin Gordon III, and that's my next guy to talk about. So... It's all about the timeshare with Javante Williams here with MG3. He is currently RB19, Javante Williams RB22. This is going to go on all season long, so you're not going to know which running back is going to be more productive week to week. Uh, Javante Williams does seem to have a little bit more juice in his legs, so you're not going to be able to depend on Melvin Gordon the third for the rest of the season. So that's a guy that's probably going to haunt you the rest of the way. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah. I, uh, I I had Melvin Gordon on my team and shipped him away because Javante Williams is starting to take over, and 
Gordon's production is going to slowly dwindle away as the year goes on. So plus he's also a guy that has an injury history too. So that's fair. we'll, we'll see Old how bum. things roll out here with all that. So, um, well guys, uh, we're going to have a Chiefs show here coming up in a few minutes. So I hope you guys can tune into that, follow along chiefs NFL discussion. We have power rankings. And also we have, we have a theory, or at least I do anyway, on why the chiefs 2021 season has been, uh, spine tinglingly awful. Yep. <laughs> but Hey guys, make sure you follow us up on TikTok. We'll have our weekly pickums, uh, from, from Mike and Jason here. Right. Uh, make sure you do that. And also check out for our, our YouTube video for our, channel for more content as well yeah give us a follow get subscribe we'll be here all year long for your fantasy news and as well as chiefs as well so hit us up guys sports buffoons we're out see y'all on the next one see you guys